Hey family, this is James Taylor, lead pastor of the Heavenly Vision Church, where it is our vision to reach, save, strengthen, and mature. I'm glad you could tune in to this podcast today. I pray that the word will be a blessing to you and help you move towards God's will. John chapter 16, the gospel according to John chapter 16, verse 33. Pastor Keenan, man, I was like super excited to preach. I was like, I feel like I ain't preached in a million years. I'm excited about <laughs> John chapter 16, verse 33. When you have it, say, I'm there. Got it, got it, got it. All those of you can, let us stand for the reading of our Lord and Savior's word. My grandfather, the late Reverend Dr. Joseph Lee Jr., not only was he my pawpaw, but he was the founder of this church. And uh, he would always say, when he would stand here in his big doctoral robes and his big wooden lecture, and he would say, when we open the Bible, we open God's mouth. And I believe we ought to be at attention to hear and receive what our Lord and Savior is saying. Uh, the Gospel according to John, chapter 13, of uh, chapter 16, verse 33. The Gospel according to John, chapter 16, verse 33. You should have it in your hand or, thank you, we can read it on the screens. Just one verse. It says, I have said these things to you, Jesus talking. I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. Period. Sometimes you got to just let that punctuation be known. And in the world, you will have tribulation, period. But take heart. I have overcome the world. I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation. But take heart. I have overcome the world. For a few moments, I want to speak on the subject, a different world. A different world. I know my parents love me, stand beside me, come what may. I know now that I'm ready. I finally heard them say, it's a different world, world from where you come from. Come on, all you 80s babies in the room. In his seminal work, The Soul of Black Folk, Dr. W.E.B. Du Bois presented the idea of double consciousness. It was his intention to make the reader aware of the fact that the African living in America, there was always a necessity to engage in a duality of soul and circumstance. He states, and I quote, it is a particular sensation, this double consciousness. The sense I'm always looking at oneself through the eyes of others. One ever feels his two-ness. An American, a Negro, two souls, two thoughts. Two reconciled, two unreconciled strivings, two warring ideas in one dark body, whose dogged strength alone keeps it from being torn asunder. 
That's what Dr. W.B. Du Bois says. And for those of you who have taken any Africanist classes or African studies, you would have known this, this, this seminal work, this book that I would encourage every one of you to get, The Soul of Black Folk. He, he tells us that there is a double consciousness that we have as Africans in America. But I believe that the same is true for those who follow Christ in the world. In essence, Christ followers must embrace a double consciousness. Let me make it plain. We, we, we live in a physical world while simultaneously living in a spiritual one. Are, are we together? So not only, now I know I got a physical body, but, but when I am immersed into the, the faith of Jesus Christ and when I go from just being a believer to, to going to the place to being a follower of Jesus, a disciple of Jesus Christ, I then have to wrestle with this duality. I have to wrestle with this challenge of living in the physical world. I, I am a body. I, I, I can't just be in my spirit all day because I got to go to work and I got to take care of my kids and, and I got to take care of my spouse and, and I got to do temporal things. But there's also a spirit in me. And that spirit often wants to transcend these mundane issues that are taking place in the physical. So I have to deal with this double consciousness, this duality of my physical self and my spiritual self. This duality of existence can be most challenging for those who seek to follow after Jesus. See, if you're not really serving God and you just know him, you don't have any challenge on doing anything you want to do. But those of us who really decided to follow Jesus, see, our tongue is tripping all the time. Your tongue itching and you ain't got an allergic reaction. It's the words that's on your tongue that's readily available for those who piss you off. And that duality, that dual consciousness begins to, to wrestle in your throat. Because there's a physical response I want to give, but I know my spirit is saying Okay, amen, amen. All right, so, so uh, it, not in your tongue, but you feel it in your hand. Hallelujah. <laughs> feel it in my hand. Feel it in, you have this duality because, because a, a part of you wants to uh, not raise your hand in worship, but slap somebody across their face. The, the, but you have to, oh, it's just me in the church. Okay, all right. P Paul, Paul, Paul says, I have an enmity in me. I got a war going on in my flesh. That, that, that's thing that I know that I should not do that I end up doing and the very things that I know I should do, I don't get around to it sometimes. He says, oh, wretched man and I, who will deliver me from this, this flesh? Uh, uh, this, this, this challenge is made clear and even as he begins to pray for us in the very next chapter, chap John chapter 17 verses 14 through 16, listen to Jesus understanding this duality, understanding this double consciousness that we wrestle with as believers. Here's what he prays to his own father for us. He says, I have given them the word uh, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world. Even as I am not of the world. Jesus goes on to say, Daddy, I don't ask that you take them out of the world. Why not? <laughs> I don't ask that you take them out of the world, but keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Now, I don't know about anybody else. If you want to be honest, uh, I, I, at first I struggled with this prayer. I'm like, wait, Jesus. So you mean to tell me you got the ear of the Father. And you're going to tell him, let me stay in this stuff? 
You could have fixed all of this stuff. Why in the world would Jesus say, Lord, don't take them out. Let them live in it. I believe one of the challenges that we have to overcome is recognizing that in this life, we are not called just to live our best life. We are called to live Christ's life. And sometimes there are things we want to be delivered from that Christ says, no, you need to deal with. Because Jesus wasn't delivered from the cross, even though he prayed to be. You see, there's some things that you will not be delivered from, but that you actually have to deal with. See, I pray that God don't just ask, give us a spirit to ask for deliverance, but I pray he give us a spirit to deal with it. And this is what Jesus was praying for his disciples. He said, Lord, just give them the grace to deal with it. Watch this. Not what he says. He said, do not let them be overtaken or keep them from the evil one. The reason why Jesus praised this prayer, because he understood that as we go through the issues of life, the various vicissitudes that present themselves to us on a consistent basis, the problems that we have, there is an allure to give in or give up. There is, an, there is an allure to just give in to it. Well, if I can't beat them, I might as well join them. That ain't it, fam. That, that's, that's, not, that's not what God has called you to do. And then there's also the illusion that, that if I can't make no headway, I'll just give up. I'll, I'll call it quits. I'll, I'll, I'll lean on suicide or I'll lean on divorce or I'll lean on quitting. I'll, I'll just let it go. But I come to let you know that you are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. And giving in or giving out, neither one of them are on your resume. Neither one of them are the will of God for your life. Can you tell somebody you can't give up? You can't give up and you can't give in. You can't give up and you can't give in. Don't do it. Don't do it, fam. Don't do it. Don't do it. Prior to his intercession for his beloved, Jesus gives clear strategy on how to successfully navigate one's journey through the world, which leads us to our text of focus. As he concludes a lengthy discourse, Jesus presents a most hopeful proposition amidst a most dreadful reality. He says, I'm writing these words to you so that you have peace, so that in me you have peace. Notice what the scripture says, in me you have peace. I'm going to say it one more time, so that in me you have peace. Can I give you this, this, quick, this quick point, this parenthetical thought? Your peace is not the responsibility of anybody else. If you're waiting for somebody to give you peace, you're going to be waiting until you die. If you're waiting for somebody to leave you alone so you can have peace, you will not have it. Because you will, watch this, you can leave them, you can leave their presence, and the memory of what they did to you will still agonize you in your solitude. So, so you got to understand, you can't even find peace in yourself. You can't find peace at Burke William or Massage Envy. Pelican Hill, all the rest of them. Listen, Golden Door, go wherever you want to go. Get on a plane. David said this, I can get on the plane and take the wings of the morning, go to the uttermost parts of the world. I still got to deal with you. The reality is, is that our peace can only be found in Jesus. Can, can I, uh, husbands, wives, release your spouse from trying to give you peace. They killing themselves because they ain't got no peace themselves. Trying to help you find peace. Now they're in pieces. Our peace can only be found and fortified 
It can only be found and fortified in Christ. He said, I say these things to you so that in me you have peace. You can't find peace in your preacher. You can't find peace in your family. You can't find peace in, in, in things of this world. You cannot find peace in any type of physicality or carnality. You can only find peace in the spirit of God. Amen. Amen. Now we, we, can, we, we can create a peaceful environment. We can, we can, we can be the path to peace. But ain't no yoga pose. Namaste. Gonna find peace there. It is only found in Jesus. But then after he says this, he says, I, I, I'm telling you this so that you find peace in me. And here's the, here's the reason why he wants them to know that. He, he, he gives them this peace blessing because he got another boon to, to lay on them. He said, I need you to understand in the world you're going to have tribulation. You're going to have tribulation. The word, the word tribulation here, listen to this. This is in the context of general presence of physical, mental, social, and economic adversity. The general presence, don't miss this. The general presence of physical, mental, social, and economic adversity. So here's, here's literally what, what the scripture, what John is interpreting Jesus to say. In general, there's going to be tribulation. So stop acting surprised when folk don't treat you like you want them to treat you. I'm not telling you to be a masochist. I'm just telling you to understand that there is general tribulation. Turn on your news. General tribulation. Go through your Instagram feed and the people that are not lying... General tribulation. Talk to your family. General tribulation. He said this is a reality of the world. Ever since sin was introduced into the world through our four parents and the enemy was allowed to become the prince of the earth, the controller of the atmosphere, tribulation resides here. That's general. That's what we have to understand and we have to embrace. You ain't got to feel like, you know, you're going under and, you know, the devil is busy. He always, he been busy. He just get busy. He been busy. That, that's general tribulation. But can I help somebody in here? There is a way for you to live aside of that. Let's go deeper. He says, he says, I, I, I need you to understand that in, in the world there will be tribulation. There will be physical, mental, and social, even economic adversity. But he says, it's in the world. Cosmos, in the Greek. It's in the world. He says, it's in the world. And this, and this speaks of the, the spatio-temporal world. But he says, be of good courage. He says, I want you to, to take heart. I want you to be excited. I want you to not be afraid, but I want you to know that I have overcome the world. Now, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm just about finished. I want you to put those two Greek words on, on the screen. Because there's something amazing that you got to see in this text. Cosmos, that's the world. He says, in the cosmos, there will be tribulation. But be of good courage because I have overcome the cosmos. Same, same, same word, but different worlds. 
cosmos is, is the spatio-temporal world that we live in. It's the world that you can feel, the world that you can see, the world that you walk around in. But he says, be of good courage because I have overcome the cosmos and I have created a cosmos. He said, be of good courage because I have overcome the world. Or in other words, your overcoming is not in the cosmos, but your overcoming is in the cosmos. I'm getting ready to close my laptop. Y'all thought I was going to preach for 55 minutes, but I got you. The cosmos is the world that we live in, but the cosmos is the world that God creates in the world. uh, Watch this. The condition of the world may have an effect on my journey, but it won't affect my experience and my existence. Okay, okay, the best way I can, okay, cosmos, cosmon. Okay, here it is. I'm I'm, I'm almost done. Uh, In the cosmos, it's raining. But in the cosmon, we're dry. (laughs) In, in, In the cosmos, there is calamity. But in the cosmon, there is calm. It is the world that God allows you to create in the spirit that's in the world. This is why Jesus says to the father, don't take them out of the world, but just allow them to have a cosmon in the cosmos. Don't nobody have their umbrella on or their raincoat in here because there is a structure that has been built in the cosmos. So while I can't stop it from raining, if I get in the building, I can be sheltered from... I can't stop what's going on outside. But I know I got a few people in here that says, God, I need a cosmon. I need another world. I need a different world. Is there anybody in this room that says from this day on, I'm not living in the cosmos. I'm living in the cosmon. I'm living in the world that God has created in the spirit for me. So while in the world, I'm perplexed but in the spirit I'm not dismayed is there anybody in the room that says in the world I may be sick but in the cosmon by his stripes I am healed in the cosmos I may lack but in the cosmon my God shall supply all my needs a A different world He says, as long as you live in the cosmos, you're going to have tribulation. But where you can find refuge is in the cosmos. The world inside of the world. We live in a different world, people of God. And the inner world where God's words are the walls that protect us from the woes of the world. I said we live in a different world, an inner world where God's word are the walls that protect us from the woes of life. What keeps you going when you feel like giving up? It's the walls of the word. What stops you from ending it all tonight? It's the walls of the word. Is there anybody in here that says I believe that there is chaos in the cosmos
cosmos but I got peace in my cosmos does anybody want to live in a different world tap your neighbor say we live in a different world these walls are not my walls this world is not my walls but his word on my walls and his word shall never return unto me void is there anybody in the here that says I got a word that's going to shape my world somebody ought to give God glory somebody ought to find their word and say this is the word I'm going to live in this week this word is the shelter that I'm going to find from the storm this word is my tent this word is my vehicle this A different world a different world in the cosmos you will have tribulation but be of good cheer because I have brought forth the cause mom now here's what I'm leaving you with I'm gonna be obedient to my time see my watch is going off it says stop preaching I encourage you this week to take your eyes, put those two words back on the screen just for a moment, please. Take your eyes off the cosmo and begin to give character to your cosmo. This is, this is, watch this, this is the inner world that you live in. When you got the keys to your house, and I declare somebody else gonna get keys very soon. Not, oh, not much longer than this. God is going to give you keys to show you that his word is true. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Keys shall come into your hands, says the Lord. When you get your cosmos, decorate it. Some of us, we have a cosmos. But it hasn't been designed. Remember the note. God's words. Are the walls of our world. When you move into a house. If you got any type of style in class. You hang pictures on the wall. You pick a. You pick a. A, a, a color scheme. And you, 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 if you fancy about it. You even put a little accent wall up somewhere. and You know and you. You, you do like me, you go to Ross and get them pictures, you know, with the scriptures on them, and you create, watch this, your cosmon will be furnished by the words you speak. So only allow in your home what you want to manifest in your life. I know this cosmos, you can't, I, we, we can't change anything that's out there. You can't change, we cannot change it. Jesus said, you can't change it. But he says, you got joy in the fact that you can create a cosmos. A world within a world. This is why Christian community is so important. And we're getting ready to pray for you.
This is why it's so important. It's, 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 not, it's not pulling you here just, just so we can have numbers or just so it's like, oh, you know, yeah, look at our church. Forget that. You can do it online. But the reason why we come together so that we can affirm our cosmos. So we can have a community. We can have a world within the world. So that when that world tells us we can't, this world tells us when that world tells us we won't, this world will tell us. When that world tells us you're not worth it, this world tells us you are. And so, Father, grant us the grace to create the proper cosmos. A world inside of the world. Father God, bring it all the way down to the world of our minds. And allow it to reach out even to the world of our home, Father God. Allow us to create our own world at that house. A world of peace. A world of grace. A world of tranquility. A world of hope. A world of joy that's founded in you and your word. And then as we reach, reach out to our community, Father God, allow us to create a spiritual cosmos. A spiritual world. That affirms your truth. That supports in sorrow and celebrates in success. Father, if there's any person in this room today that has not received you as their Lord and Savior, Father, I pray that this is the day that they will be awakened to the cosmos, that they will be awakened to the reality that there is another world, a different world that they can live in. Let them know, Father God, that they are not, they are not remanded to this spatio-temporal sphere, but that there is another world that they can enter into. And so if you're in this room and you say, you know what, I need a relationship with Jesus, every head bowed, every eye closed, if you say, yes, me, that's me, I need a different world, I need a different world. This world that I'm living in is not working anymore. It's killing me. It's breaking me down. It's, it, 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 it's destroying me. If that world is destroying you, I understand. I promise I know where you've been. If that's you and you say, you know what? I need a different world. Lift your hand real quick. Lift your hand real quick. The only person, the only person I'm looking on the pastors here, just, just lift your hand. Lift your hand. If you lifted your hand, pray this prayer with me quickly. Pray this prayer with me. And not just quickly, but pray it in your heart. Lord Jesus. I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I'm in the cosmos. But I have been told today that in you I can have a cosmos. I can have a new world in you and I want it. I accept Jesus as my Lord and my Savior come into my life and give me a different world I believe it and I receive it in Jesus name amen 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 did you receive a word from the Lord today were you blessed by the message you just heard if so please leave a review so others can glean from the lessons you learned and if you would like to help us continue ministry 
feel free to give at hvcla.com. We love you, family.